I chose like at the very beginning when you enter the address you know it gives you options of like what are the best routes and so forth and then you choose one so I had like one of three choices and I chose the choice that I wanted um, which was my choice and I chose that route and I put go and uh, what happens along the way is that it constantly will try to detour me and it kept like I have to constantly be watching it I have to wait a good 45 minutes to get out and far enough to know that I haven't been rerouted because I've looked down at my phone and realized oh wow like it's trying to take me the back roads and I don't want to go down the back roads and so the phone thinks it knows better than me which is also kind of how we are with God we think we know better than God as well the Holy Spirit just said, reminded me of that's us too so we think we know better than God but the devil also uh, thinks he knows better than God and he wants to, his plan for our lives and so um, it was it was such a little thing but a big thing because it's very it, it completely can change your whole uh, I'm trying to say this word trajectories it can completely change the destination it can completely change the outcome um, if it's not the route that God has for you and the enemy will constantly try to sidetrack you get you off course get you off the route and the plan that, that, that God has for you um, by forcing you to try to take these detours you know um, these detours look like life and some are uh, avoidable and some are not avoidable but the Bible also says that many of are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them from them all. So even if the enemy happens to get us to detour a little bit, the Lord is good and he won't let us get too far from home. And we have to trust on his, his purpose, his plan, that he has everything in control. Um, the Bible says, seek the kingdom first and all these things will be added to you. And in my life journey, um, I've never been more purpose-driven in my life than this last year. I feel, um, again, has been changing. It's changing so much for me. And I don't, I'm at an age where I feel like I'm in between two worlds. And one world is still pulling me the other way. And, and I, by worlds, I mean like... Um, maybe to pass I don't my, my past and my and my future my my past feels comfortable my future is unknown um and I've had to go God has done a lot of work to get me here with all the detours that I've had to take you know and we can sometimes tend to get angry at ourselves for the detours and be mad at ourselves for the choices that we made or you know if if you know, it's it's like he is a you know he's our father, so he disciplines us, he corrects us, he gets his mind, you know, and he he loves us, he he gets us back in order and shape after we maybe like made a mess of our life, um, and that's what he's done with me, just kind of get me back in shape in my mind, like renewing my mind, healing my heart, healing my mind, like from things that go way back to you know childhood and. It's one of those things that you need, you have to do because if not, like, I feel like you fully won't reach the potential that God has for you if you choose to not heal. If you choose to to not look at certain things and think it's done, like, oh, well, that's my past and I don't want to go back. And the Lord is showing me that there is times that 
you have to go back to heal. You have to allow him to examine you. And part of that examining, because I, I asked the Lord that very specifically. There's a scripture of that. Um, it's in Psalms. I don't know exactly where, but he's like, Sir, uh, examine me and search my heart, O oh Lord. And, and, you know, like, remove anything that is going to oppose you or not be, it's not going to be helpful for my journey, you know? Um, and that was hard for me to do because I knew what would come with it. Deep down, I knew that that meant that I would have to learn some lessons and grow. And I knew I was going to have some growing pains, but I accepted it. I was like, just be gentle, Lord. Help, you know, be gentle. And um, he was, and he has been, in spite of everything, he's been good to me. But, um, hold on one second. Sorry, I got, uh, I had to stop with the baby. But um, the Lord will, you know, examine you and heal you. But that means it may, it may require some, it may feel like you're going to break, but you won't. It feels like you're going to die, but you don't feel like what's going on lord what's going on are you mad at me did i did i do something wrong but no you know being spiritually operated on it hurts and then you know it takes time and then you heal um at one point, I, I was like, it was felt too hard. I was, as I've been going through this journey, um, it felt too hard. And I said, Lord, I don't know if I want to know or if I want to do this. And, and he said, you have to. Uh, you have to if you want to be used in the way that I want to use you to basically full capacity. Like, where I want to take you, I, you need to be well. And refusing to not let me heal it or work on it or speak to you about it is basically rejection like me you know not being able to get walk into the fullness that the Lord has for my life and more than anything that's what I want you know at the end of the day when I'm when I'm on my deathbed or when I die you know however the Lord takes me like I don't want to have those regrets that I didn't take chances and be the best that he want to you know would have me be and had to use me to the ability or how he wanted to use my life because we all have purpose and we all have a reason why the Lord brought us here like we all have a plan for our life and even if the enemy lies to you and tells you you know you're not special enough you don't have this you're not like them da, 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 whatever lie Satan tells you is a lie because the Bible says Jeremiah 29 11 for I know the plans I have for you and the Lord has done nothing but been supernaturally active in my life by giving me signs and directions that have encouraged me to lead me down this road or this path that's, that most people won't choose because it's not an easy one. There's a reason why people who are truly dedicated to the Lord have chosen that path and it's because he's, you know, they. the Bible says seek the Lord and seek my face and I will reveal myself to you. He says if you want to know me, seek me like rubies and diamonds and I will reveal myself to you. He is not a favor of persons, so those are not excuses into how he reveals. Seek his face, and his face will reveal to you. He will show you who he is and what his character is, and he'll speak to you in a way that is significant for you, and that you won't be able to deny, even if you try. Like, you, you may want to deny it, and you know, maybe if you do deny it, you know, maybe it'll end there. 
But if you believe what you're asking for, that you're asking for and believe it, be ready to see him speak to you in ways that you are unimaginable. And if anything like me, I'm pretty sure you might find out that he's been there all along. That's what I found out. Like, there was times in my life when I just didn't, you know, I, I walked away from the Lord and I wasn't living my life for him. And more than anything, all he's done is show me that even then he was there for me very specific ways and that's the God that we serve and if if it's not the God that you serve then I invite you to ask him to be your Lord and Savior and to make him him, um, your God because he sent his son so that we cannot perish and have everlasting life with him you know and that is what he he sent his son for to be able to reunite us to him through the blood of Jesus because he someone had to pay a price for us to atone for our to atone for all of our sins in humanity he used his only son and so I I, I through the Holy Spirit I ask the Holy Spirit to urge you to in your heart to ask yourself you know where where I'm choosing to take the narrow way I, I I know it's gonna it's the best way even if I always say this but I know that he's real but even if he wasn't real I don't lose anything I just grow as to be as a better person I've become more disciplined I am um, my goal is to you know to do what the Bible says to, to act in love to, to, to be more like Jesus all he's done since I've or he's he's drawn himself to me or allowed me to to save me all I've done is, is the Holy Spirit is the only thing has, let me stop. The Holy Spirit has only made me better through Jesus Christ as Lord in my life. He's never done anything to make me do anything hateful or mean or ugly. If anything, it was, if, if I was ever being mean, hateful, or ugly, it was myself. It's humanity that is has the lack and that's why he's here that's why he knows that we lack he knows that we can't do it by ourselves that's why he sent jesus you know and so my life is the better for everything not only do i receive my salvation in heaven i know i know in my heart without a doubt that there's a heaven and i'll be in there one day in the meantime he has jobs for us to do and he has a purpose for my life that he wants to use because ultimately he showed me once he saves you and he heals you he doesn't intend to he has a purpose that you now go out and be a shepherd or you know you know you now go out we're all called to evangelize to some degree to tell people about christ we're all called to the great commission to do his be his hands and feet we all have no matter what anybody says at the end of the day we're all called to do it so in whatever way he has you do it that's the way he has you do it you know whether it be if you're if you're uh architect and you're an architect and you're serving the lord but you're doing it and you're doing it unto the lord and you're doing it with the right attitude the right mindset that you want to please your creator and if you seek in his face he's going to show you how to how to be the best you can be for that gift that talent he needs people everywhere he needs people everywhere he needs doctors he needs lawyers he needs um people at um you know 
gas stations. He needs people who, um, janitors. He needs, from, from every position in earth, like, he needs people. So I don't care what position you're at right now. And even if it's not the position you want to be at or stay at, that's fine. But let him use you in the position that you're at now. And he'll grow you to, to be not in those positions and grow you into different positions in your life. And all things are possible through Christ. But to be used by, by Christ, to be used by him, is what I want. I want my life to glorify God and I want to be, you know, I've, I've, I surrendered my life to him and it wasn't until I fully surrendered to him that I've seen such a move of his hand in my life. And I know it was because I surrendered and it was only because I realized how unhappy I was without him being present in my life, without feeling his blessing on my life. Like, okay, you're going in the right direction now. Let's now I can bless you because ultimately God's way is better than mine his ways are higher I, I submit to that because I've tried doing my life for 30 you know 39 years in myself and it wasn't really working out for me <laughs> you know and I'm not saying every decision was a bad decision and that I didn't you know God wasn't in those those decisions but I'm saying for the majority of my life like from this point going on I've, I'm not the same person you know like I'll say this last year, I'm not the same person. I can't go back to who I used to be and be a warm uh, believer, be like halfway believer, or be like any other believer than that's, that loves Jesus fully with my heart and wants to do his will and in whatever way that is. Because I did that and I wasn't happy and I would only be happy temporarily. Whatever dreams and visions you have for your life, they're only temporal as far as happiness and the joy they bring. And ask anybody who's ever really done what they wanted to do out in life and set out to do it and did it successfully. I can guarantee you that they are, can't. That's not gonna completely. That's not gonna completely fill you in your life. It's not meant to, and that's why it doesn't ever. It won't ever work. It was never meant to fulfill you. Your purpose is never meant to fulfill you wholeheartedly. Christ and Jesus and the Lord, the Trinity is what the God, our Father in heaven, he. he, he fills us fully and that all those things are added to us even to, to, to do our purpose and first it's like to love your God with all your heart and all your mind and then it's like through that the reason why he tells you to love him first with all your heart and all your mind is because in, if you love the Lord you have gotten to know the Lord if you love you know Jesus the Holy Spirit it's because he's revealed himself to you so he's, he knows out of the heart comes everything. Out of love comes everything. If I don't if I don't love for you, I don't have love for you, I ain't going to be willing to move for you. If I don't have love for you, if I don't have true love and dedication to you, I'm not going to do things for you like that because we just ain't cool like that. It's only been out of my desperation that I got to... I sought the Lord like that because nothing else worked and I was so tired I was like Lord help me like I can't do this anymore you know if you want to say if you're real Lord let me know help me out Lord I can't do this I, I'm, I'm not helping myself you know and seek his face and he will reveal himself to you he's not a man that he should lie but it 
does start with surrendering your life to him and saying, God, take the wheel, as cheesy as that sounds. And when you do that, he can start working on your heart then. And then out of, out of the heart, it says, the Bible says, rivers flow out. So whether it be good or bad, that's why he transforms our heart through, through Christ. Through the daily renewing of our mind, the reading of the word. That's how you, after he changed you, how do you stay changed? Renewing your mind through him in prayer. Asking him, the Bible says, to renew your mind. Ask him to renew your mind. Ask him to make you new. Ask him to change you. You're not going to see the evidence of your prayers in 2.5 seconds. But you will see evidence. And you will slowly see evidence. And if, it, if it's anything like my story, he loved me. He just loved me whenever I cried out to him. He, he didn't judge me or condemn me. You know, the world will make you feel that. The enemy will, like, lie to you about that. But that is not the Lord. The enemy is the puppet master. And that's something I've been wanting to talk about, too. If, you know, I, 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 I've heard a lot of people be like, oh, well, God has all these rules and you can't do this and condemnation and judgment and da 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 You know, God is a judge. He's a judge. He's first a friend, then a father, then a judge. He is a judge and he will judge us one day. But the one who truly judges us isn't the Lord. It's the enemy. And the enemy hates you. And therefore, he has an agenda against you to destroy you in your life any way he can. And until you realize that he hates you, it's going to be hard for you. To, you need to understand he truly hates you. He hates humanity because God saved humanity. And he didn't save him and the angels that fell. He became jealous of us because he was going to have to serve us another story but the, the enemy's a liar and he's a true puppet master and he is so good at being invisible to the world that people don't even know that the strings they think are from the that the, that the god wants to put on you and make you a like a puppet is a lie from satan because it's really not it's the devil the devil has people like puppets but the thing is they don't even know the strings are there the Bible is clear about what he wants from you. He doesn't. He says, don't do anything you don't want to do. Don't give anything you don't want to give. Either give with a joyful heart or don't give at all. That's what the Bible says. He makes everything plain before you to say what he, what, you know, what he requires is to receive his son, his only son, and receive the salvation that he's given you. And then everything else, he, he does the work. That's all you have to do. That's the only requirement is to receive his son. But the enemy lies to you and makes you think that you have to come to the Lord. It's a perfect specimen being. And um, he's a puppet. He just wants to be a puppet master up in heaven doing blah, 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 blah. No, that's not true. And that's a lie from Satan. The Bible says cast down wrong imagination because those aren't from the Lord. You know, I've, I've had the enemy really attack me that way. And it's not my it's not my truth, my nature, like, to, to start blaming the Lord. But there was a season where I, I didn't even recognize it was the enemy. Because I, I knew it was foreign for me because it wasn't where I naturally went when I was angry. I never blamed God. I always blamed myself. But there was a time where I knew I was being attacked from the enemy in my ear just telling me stuff. And to find the Holy Spirit revealed to me that was the whole, that was the enemy. Cast down wrong imaginations. And I, and I, I you know... I repented for the thoughts that I had as a Lord. I, I don't. That's not me. Forgive me. I repent of that, and I, I'm, I cast out wrong imaginations. And once you start standing up to the enemy with the Word of God, He will flee. 
because that is what the word of God is for to stand on like a weapon it's your sword we renew our mind through prayer the renewing of your mind that's your helmet there's the salvation of Christ which is the word of God and the Bible says it's a double edged sword sharper than any uh, it says the word of God is sharper than any uh, two edged sword able to pierce both bone and marrow it's spiritually talking guys spiritually spiritually it can pierce it pierces everything in your being because that's what it was meant to do to, through the word of God because it's alive active and operating and that's what the scripture says it's alive active and operating able to pierce as a, a double-edged sword it 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 cuts but it heals at the same time it, it it calls it a sword because it doesn't just pierce the enemy it also pierces our flesh it pierces our flesh so yeah it it the gospel and, and the bible can be offensive to people's lifestyles and so they get they get in their feelings and they're like oh well the lord doesn't love me and it convicts our hearts makes us feel bad about ourselves so we don't like it we want to say that the god is a puppet master but the reality is that the word of god is alive active operated sharper than a double-edged sword piercing both bone and marrow and offending your spirit because you are in error ultimately ultimately that's what it is you know I, i'm the first one to raise my hand and say yes i would get offended it would bother me it would irritate my spirit that's how i knew why other people wouldn't like me because i knew what it, why it would bother me before I was saved or before I was right with the Lord, there was a part of me that was resentful because the enemy in me didn't want me to receive the word of God. And you don't have to have be possessed to have evil spirits around you, lurking around, trying to cling to you. There's, there's sin in your life. Unforgiven sin, by the way. Yeah, that's why the Lord says repent of your sins daily. Repent because the enemy wants to come in and be able to attack you through the because he knows the word of God better than we do. And he knows the way the Lord works. So he knows that if he can catch you in sin, unforgiven, living an unrepentant lifestyle. Um, and this is saying for somebody who's been saved, who's walked away from the faith and living in sin. The enemy has a lot of leeway to come in and attack you, make your life living hell. So repent quickly. It's not, the Lord is not telling you, he's telling you repent quickly for you. You know, like for yourself to help you out. Because he's like, he knows the devil's ready to sift you like we. And I don't know who I'm talking to, but I feel real bold right now. But I'm sorry. I'm saying it because I know, like, I think of the thing of the enemy would tell people. And I'm telling you, they're lies. That is not of the Lord. And if you just press on, press on, you'll see that that wasn't from, from God. That was from Satan. I'm tired of the enemy stealing from from people and I'm tired from him trying to put the blame on, on God when it's not God it's it's Satan the, the blame belongs to him he's the puppet puppet master the Lord is not he, he either wants you to love and obey him or don't but you choose no one's forcing you the enemy wants invisible uh, he has this invisible strength that he has you can, like stuck to you don't even realize you're being enslaved or different strongholds in your life and he's there quietly and you don't even you never know you think it's all you you think the reason why you're stuck is because of you in reality you're stuck because of the sins that if maybe your your mother and your father your past generations and some of your sins too 
But the Lord wants to heal you from all of that. He wants to make you a new person in Christ Jesus because it says that you are a new creation in Christ. But let me tell you, when you get saved, it doesn't mean that everything, you know, is put back together. Humpty Dumpty is put back together eternally. He is now received into the kingdom of heaven. But he doesn't change automatically. Everything will, some things will change automatically and you'll you will automatically change and certain things. But there's some things that will not go away by themselves right away. And I mean, I don't, I don't speak for everyone's testimony, but I know from, from, from what I've seen, witnessed to, that, um, that there's things from, you know, even through like my childhood that he was healing me from and my trauma, things from childhood now and healings that he's done from past my family sins and then from my sins. And, and that took me seeking the Lord and, and help and asking him to heal my, heal my land, heal my heart, remove things from my past, from my childhood, from the past generations. Because if, if I get right with the Lord and the Lord you know, has mercy on me and gets my, my family right. That he says up to a thousand generations are blessed. Now they need to be in good standing. He'll have mercy. God has mercy. But if we stay serving him, he's saying you will be blessed nation. Your offspring will be blessed. Their generation will be blessed. You ever wonder why some families, there is some families that don't seem to have any problems. Like, I mean, we all have problems, don't get it wrong, but not like some problems some people have in their families, like, your family's crazy. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, that was a little harsh. No, but the Bible says a thousand generations will be blessed, and that's what I want for my family, my, my offspring, their, their offspring to come in the future generations. But in order for that to change, it takes one person standing up and being willing to do the work that is hard, that, that heals the land so that it can now go out and flourish and grow. Because the land was on rocky ground that had a past, not just of her own making, but of her ancestors making. I got to a point where I was like, I will not let the enemy detour my life anymore. I will not be sideswiped. I will not be, uh, well, if he's sideswiped me, it ain't. The Lord's gonna prepare, the Lord prepares us. He doesn't let us be sideswiped. Once you know who you are in Christ and you get a, a understanding and he, he gets you to a place where he can set you up, that's the goal. That's why he doesn't leave you alone to let you just stay and be the, your current state, mentally or whatever capacity not because he hates you it's because he loves you and he wants to get you to a place where you can be in your land of milk and honey and that can be simple as your your mentality your your your, your mind being at peace your heart being at peace it's not to say we won't ever have troubles there's a difference though when you have trouble for the lord versus troubles by yourself
shepherd of my life and I want everything that the Lord has for me sort of in heaven um, and the, the everything that he has for my off uh, my my future to the, my legacy that I have I, I that's what I'm after now like I'm after my future I'm after my future I'm after my future in Christ my identity in Christ how he's gonna use me but I knew I had to go through this I have to go through this wilderness to I had to go through the wilderness to get to be into my promised land you don't get to, to go to your promised land without letting God do work in your heart and your mind be willing to sit in it and allow him to speak to you allow him to be quiet enough to allow him to speak to you through the word of God through prayer through revelation like he will speak to you don't give up if you've been seeking and you haven't heard and you're not sure yet what he's telling you don't give up keep going don't give up he told me that I had to come out here because I was coming because I said Lord why do you always like I feel like he'll draw me to Missouri um to, to speak to me at times when he, I'm like, Lord, he can speak to me at home. And he, he said, I was coming up the mountain to get my my instructions. But also, he was healing parts of me that needed to be addressed that I had not really seen and still needed healing. But I feel like I'm good. I feel like I'm good. All this to say, I'm going to end it now, but what are the detours in your lives? Are there things that you're doing? Are there choices that you're making that are out of God's will? Are they sins that you're refusing to let God deal with? Are they simply you haven't surrendered to the Lord? Whatever detour the enemy has you on, I just I ask you to ask ask the Lord, pray to Him, ask the Lord, what are the detours in my life, and whatever they are, Lord, reveal them to me. I don't want to be stuck anymore. I want the best for my life. I want Your purpose for my life, Lord. Show me what that is. Wherever you stand, whatever age you're at, let Him teach you. Let Him show you. And I and I with all my heart, I know He will. So I'm just gonna end it now. Um, I pray that God be with you, keep you safe. And then he speaks to you. In Jesus' name. Alright guys, till next time. Bye.